Hi loves, join Charlie and I as we discuss different subjects revolving around health, wealth, and just being a woman in general. Charlie shares her experience of having a baby and how that really pushed her to grow as a mother and as a business owner. Stay tuned because the episode is starting now. Okay. Hi guys, my name is Sierra. I am here with Charlie today and this is Health Wealth Woman. Um, Charlie is actually not one of my best friends, my only best friend. (laughs) Charlie is actually my best friend. Um, Fun fact, we did not plan, I did not plan any um, question for this. Um, God kind of led me of where to go with this podcast and Charlie is nervous because (laughs) she has no idea what we're going to be talking about this evening. Let's get started. So first off, I just want to say, Charlie is this girl when it comes to life, motherhood, womanhood, being a boss. She is a firecracker. (laughs) She is such an amazing person. Um, And that's kind of where I want to start because when she, I want to start when you were pregnant with Harley. Um, because that is when you really took full control of life of you and you just pushed a gas pedal. So again, (laughs) that falls under everything of the health of woman, the wealth of woman, and just being a woman in general. So yeah, let's start when (laughs) you were pregnant with Harley. Well, first of all, thank you for all the amazing things that you said about me. That feels amazing. Um, Yes. So when I was pregnant with Harley, I feel like that has been the single most challenging thing is having a daughter. Um, Something that I, you know, I think a lot of moms who can relate to this feel almost ashamed in saying that um, it's a struggle that you kind of like wish you didn't have, especially being a single mom. But it was something that I needed in a way, it was a challenge that I needed to go through. Um, She's brought so many things into my life and pushed me in so many ways to do things um, because I, I, I don't feel like when I had her, I was ready. I don't feel like I was ready. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, you're never ready and all these things. And, and, and I just wasn't truly ready to give her what I feel like she needs, but it made me push harder to try to be that person. Um, and that's what I did. And so not only did it push me to grow on a personal level, you know, it pushed me to start a business and figure out how to make money and how to support myself as a single mom and made me really look at, you know, what kind of role model I wanted to be for her um, and what, you know, stage I wanted to set for her as she, like she grows up. So it's it's been a journey for sure. <laughs> And that was the thing watching too, while you were pregnant, the way she pushed to start her business because she didn't want to, she didn't want to have a baby and then have to leave the baby and go to work. So she was like, I'm going to push, I'm going to drive, I'm going to start this business. I'm going to, and y'all, I have never seen any human. (laughs) Well, and did it all without a car. I mean, I was what I was pregnant. I was working as a waitress, but I worked right across the street from where I lived. And so I just walked to work every day. And then, you know, I was like, all right, I have a baby and I have a car seat. Now I have to like 
carry all these places and I'm taking Uber, I'm taking Uber with my tiny child and um, all the way up until what, like two years ago, I didn't have a car and my daughter will be four in September. So for the first about two years of her life, I didn't drive, but it was when she was, how old was she? So September, she's about a month old when I finally just decided to go into a business adventure and you know, give myself no option, but to make it work. And it was in the middle of COVID. So I think for a lot of people, COVID, you know, obviously it was a very detrimental thing for a lot of people, but I also feel like there's a lot of blessings that came out of it. Um, I definitely feel like there's a lot of blessings that came out of it for me because I was able to stay home for a year, a whole year with her um, and get unemployment. And, you know, and at the time it was more money than I was even making at my job anyway. So I was like, I will take it, (laughs) take it all. (laughs) And I did, and I saved it, but I also invested it, you know, into starting a business and, um, yeah, now, now here I am. (laughs) Now you're a business owner with a toddler doing your own thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so that's really exciting. Um, when it came to starting your business with a baby and a toddler, what was like the most challenging part? I think the baby stage was easy looking back. Um, starting a business with a baby, piece of cake. Running a business with a toddler and trying to grow and manage and also like venture off into new things and explore different things. And we're also trying to like have my own separate life. That is a whole nother ball game that I'm still trying to figure out Um, because when they're little, you know, I could still take her places if I wanted to go get my hair done or get my nails done and she would just lay in the car seat and sleep and just be cute. And now it's, you know, she wants to do all these things. She wants to touch stuff. She wants to run around and, and she has her own little personality and voice. And she's basically like a little tiny teenager in a toddler body. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, yeah, it's just maneuvering the different growth stages. That's a little bit more challenging. And even through like this whole journey, you did a lot of self, self work, a lot of healing, a lot of realizing who you were in this stage and this journey, Mm -hmm. um, which led you to an even bigger venture. So you actually created a course. (laughs) Yes. Well, I created a masterclass. Yes, I created a masterclass. Can you tell yeah, me about so that? about a year ago, I um went through this parent um coaching program. And it was to help you get or yeah, parent coaching program where you get certified in being a parent coach with you know peaceful parenting. And um it was definitely a, a business venture I was interested in, but also like really at the end of the day, I was like. I just want to get something out of this for myself. Like I wanted what they were offering and like with the extra credentials and how much deeper that you go into it, it being a a parent coach training, um, I just knew it was going to go that much deeper into it. And I was going to learn the whys behind everything and all the moving parts of, 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 you know, everything of all the healing I could possibly uncover. But um, I didn't know it was going to be as transformational as it was. Like I knew it was going to be great, But um, how parent centric it was and like how much they take you through your kind of your own childhood and your own belief systems and like your own subconscious and how things um, 
developed for you growing up and why now as you know not just as an adult but as a parent you think the way you think and act the way that you act and feel the way that you feel about certain things and your trick like all the things um it was probably the deepest dive I've ever gone into myself <laughs> in my whole life and that happened in the short span of like six months so um it seems like a long time but when you're on it every single week and you have these calls and these workbooks and I had an accountability partner and you're just constantly just growing and evolving, I think that was the most growth I've ever done in, in such a short period of time. But also like it's definitely changed the trajectory of my life moving forward um, because it made me realize that, you know, that is kind of where my passion is, is healing and watching other people heal and being a part of other people's healing and just surrounding myself with people that you know, want to grow and do better and be better. And, and so that's, oh, go ahead. <laughs> and I was going to say, so that's why you created this masterclass through everything yeah. that you went through your healing, going through that course. And then mm -hmm. now you was like, okay, wow, this made a difference. And like you said, that accountability. Yeah. Cause I have always had my foot in the personal development, you know, world with books and, you know, listening to podcasts and doing webinars and all these different things and journaling. But it wasn't until I went through that course, that parent coaching program, that things started clicking for me. Like things, I'm like, okay, I learned this over here and I'm pulling this from this. And I'm like, this makes so much more sense now. But not only I'm pulling information from what I've learned from other people, my own processes started making more sense. And I'm like, okay, this is how, like when I really sat down and asked myself, like, how do I work through these challenges? How do I work through these problems? How do I, you know, emotionally regulate myself? Like when I'm feeling overwhelmed or how do I figure out where these emotions are coming from? And everybody talks about, you know, limiting beliefs and, um, you know, being overstimulated or overwhelmed and emotional intelligence and all these different things. But like at the end of the day, it's like, what does that really mean? Like, how do I really apply that to my life to get over these situations? And I started like really asking myself, what are the processes that I take myself through subconsciously? And I started actually physically doing it, like writing it out and writing out step-by-step, step, like what's going on in my brain and getting it out on paper. Um, and that's essentially what led me to creating the masterclass because I was like, wow, I have a whole system and process that I go through that I'm sure would be helpful to someone. Like, I, it was helpful to me just writing it out for myself. So yeah, that's, that's what led me into creating that masterclass. And I think I don't have kids yet, but I think when it comes to that toddler phase, that's helpful, because if you can understand yourself, what you're mm -hmm. thinking about, how it's flowing through, then it's like, okay, I can do it for myself. Let's see if I can get them to <laughs> go through the same process. Right. Well, when you do it for yourself, you just have such a greater understanding of how hard it is for you as an adult who has the capability to access all the parts of your brain, who has critical thinking, who has the ability to like, you know, think of, think on more of just an emotional level. You can critically think through your problems. And when you realize that and you see still how hard it is, to overcome these certain moments or challenges or emotions, then it makes you more understanding for your toddler who doesn't have the same access to all those parts of their brain, who is just operating off the emotions that they're feeling, you have a lot more understanding. And, and for me, I think it's almost, you know, triggering when you're, when your child is, is, you know, having like an emotional breakdown or having big emotions because you want to fix it and you want to stop it. And it almost like, 
for me, I almost took it personally. Like it was like an attack against me or something. But, you know, when you're able to recognize your own processes and how hard those things are for you to overcome, it just makes you take it a little less personal and see like, okay, they're just having some really big emotions that they can't (laughs) overcome, (laughs) that they don't know how to process. And even if you don't know how to help them process that necessarily yet, um, just holding the space to let them go through whatever it is they're experiencing and just giving them a safe space to, to feel in. I think it's been the, the most challenging thing. <laughs> so is the masterclass, is it particularly targeted towards like parents and mothers? Is it target for like anybody who? It's anyone in general, um, anyone that's, you know, ever felt like they are limited by their own, their own, their self. Um, if you feel like you hold yourself back, or if you feel like you have this negative self-talk or you have these, you know, beliefs where it's like, I can't do this because, or you start something and somehow you always sabotage yourself, or, you know, you have this subconscious programming that you just feel like you can never escape from. It's kind of a look into like, okay, how do you start identifying, first of all, what is your subconscious programming? right? Like why, why do you feel like you're being held back so much? Like what are these things that are going on 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 a subconscious level um, that you're not aware of? And then bringing those to light and figuring out ways to override that and create something new. So that way you can move on to the things that you want to do in life and, and feel confident doing it. So all of us. (laughs) Yeah, everyone, all the people. (laughs) I think we all have been at that okay, I know I can do this, it's in me, but like we either start building something and then we never go through because like all that self-doubt, all that stuff comes in or it's like, okay, well, mm, it's already out there. It's already done. I don't think I can do it. And there's so many different factors that come into play where it's like, I can do it or I can't do it. And then we give ourselves reasons and then we're like, okay, yeah, that's a valid reason why I can't do it. And then we just, (laughs) we just move on. And that's the part about, you know, doing things is you have to hold yourself accountable. And if you have, you know, all this, all these things going on in your head of why you can't and why it's not, or it's not the right time, or, you know, this happened, I'm just going to push it off until later. You know, it's easier to listen to all those, those pitfalls and fall into those traps than it is to actually just say, you know what, I'm just going to go do it. Cause you need a strong enough, a strong enough push in your, within yourself to actually take those actions. And if you are constantly having that pool to pull you back down, it's like, okay, something's got to change. We've got to like figure out what exactly is going on here and, and, and rewrite it. So what month will this masterclass be coming out for people? Um, I don't know. That will be too determined very soon. Okay. <laughs> Because it sounds like a really awesome thing that I think will help a lot of people, mm-hmm. especially in this time and age. And I again, when 2020 happened, I think for a lot of people, that whole getting out of work or whatever was happening for each individual person, a lot of us was like, okay, I can't keep doing that. I can't keep doing the corporate thing. I can't keep working for other body for somebody else. Like I have a purpose. I have a reason. And a lot of us just need we need that help, that guidance. Um, and a lot mm-hmm. of us are, we're at that door. We're at that door right. of our purpose where it's like, okay, well, I feel there's something deep inside me, but 
I have to focus on just doing things for my family, just doing things for this. I can't walk in purpose, not realizing that once you open that door, all of those struggles, everything you've been dealing with, it doesn't necessarily get easier, but it becomes more possible mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, well, now I understand why I'm here. Now I understand why I went through all that. Now I understand that. When it becomes less heavy. Yes. I think when you have that purpose in your life and something that really fulfills you, you know, it's not that all the other problems go away or life is just magically happy and, you know, there's no resistance. It's just, it just feels less heavy. It's easier. It's like, okay, it, there's a reasoning for this. Mm-hmm. For sure. And that's the thing too, with, um, when it comes to each, there's so many different people in, in life. Um, and everyone has, everyone is going to flow to different people. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to all these different programs, all these different coaching, a lot of times people think, okay, well, I'm not quite there. Or someone's already done this in this field, the same exact thing. It's not my time. Well, I'm not going, to, I'm not going to do it because five people Imposter that I've seen. Syndrome. Yes. Five mm-hmm. people that I've seen. It's like, okay, well, just because Jessica, Mark, and Dennis all did it doesn't mean that you can't do it because there's going to be different people. You don't, you don't flow with the same people. Right. So Jessica could be doing a great job, but her personality doesn't blend with those people. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another reason why it's so important. She's not going to call in the people that need to, that they she's relate call to the people that need to learn from her, that yes. relate to her, that feel called to her. And not everybody is going to feel that. Which is why there's I've, so many different people doing the same things that are all still so successful is because, I mean, there's so many people in the world and we're all so different and we're going to relate to other people in different ways. Um, that maybe one person could say something and another person could say the exact same thing, but it hits harder when this person said it, says it, and this person may say it. And, you know, it's just like, man, we just kind of like brush it off, I'm like me, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but when you said that it's almost like in a sense of restaurants there's so many different restaurants some genres of food you like I can do this every day I right. love the way it is I can go there that's my place that's my vibe let's do it let's eat some rice let's go get some tacos right. many places like mm, I can only do so much of pizza like right. maybe like here and there yeah like, <laughs> I like quotes from them yeah, but I right. I don't think I can. I don't think I can eat. listen. Yeah, I can really <laughs> sit down and enjoy a full meal there. Yeah, <laughs> just enough to be like, oh wow, they are good. Right. So if like a friend went, like, yeah, I understand why you like that, but it's not mm-hmm. really for me. Not for me, like music <laughs> genres, you know. Yes, same thing. And yeah, that's the one thing that we have to realize too is when it comes to food, when it comes to music, people be like, oh yeah, I like this. And there's so many different artists in one category. But then when it comes to our purpose, we're like, mm, there's too many people in that category. I don't think I can do it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but everything else, you can never have enough taco shops. Exactly. There's four taco shops on your block. <laughs> Literally, that's right outside my door. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But again, you all, we always, we always pick and go towards like what we need or what we like or what we are trying to flow to. Mm-hmm. So I, I already know that when you release this course, you're going to pull in. Pull well, on the the people thing that- is I just, I wanted to do it. I mean, it's going to be a free masterclass. Um, you know, I don't think there's any like incentive afterwards. A lot of people were like, join my cro- course, join my program, do this. Like, 
you know, if people want to work more closely with me, that would be great. But I think just, I just, it's just something I just want to get out. It's just something I made, something that has been extremely helpful for me that I know will be extremely helpful for other people as well. So um, it's just me wanting to help is me, why I want to put it out. <laughs> and that's even more awesome. You're literally just doing it because you know you needed the help and then you're just trying to literally help everybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Yeah, I was watching a podcast earlier today and, um, you know, I was talking about adversity and um, people just always wanting, you know, because I found myself in that loop recently of just wanting to like be happy and just wanting less problems in my life. I'm like, can things just like go smoothly? But then I had to like, though I was listening to the podcast and they were talking about, you know, when we ask for strength and we want to grow and we want to, you know, continue to move forward and we want to have these businesses and we want, you know, even income, like we want a certain income level and we want to do all these things that require all this growth and all this strength. But then to say at the same time, we don't want any struggles or pain on the way to get there. And they were just talking about, you know, really reframing how we look at those struggles and that pain is because that's something that I've been struggling with a lot lately is just like, great, now there's this. And then now there's this, instead of realizing like, okay, this is happening for a purpose. You know, this is happening for a reason. And they use the, the analogy of, is the, um, oh gosh, what is her name? Uh, Lisa Bilyeu on Women of Impact or yeah, Women of Impact, um, her podcast. And the lady she was interviewing, I forgot her name, but she was talking about, you know, use the analogy of a, a dolphin in a in a cage in captivity and a dolphin in the wild. And they were noticing that the dolphins in um, captivity, their fins are, were starting to point down like this. And they couldn't figure out why. They were like testing the water, the food, and they couldn't figure it out. And then finally they realized it was because there was no struggle. There was no current. There was no like big moving water. It didn't have to be strong. So it just started falling over over time because it wasn't being tested there was there was no um there was no struggle for it to go through so she was relating it to our lives and how you know if we don't go through those things then we don't get built up we don't get strong and then I just started kind of thinking too like you know if that dolphin grew up that whole time in captivity and it's fin is like this it never know, knew anything different it just thought well this is life you know this is how life is And when you really think about it from a perspective of being somewhere where it's like, okay, if you've experienced great moments and you also have experienced bad moments and you've experienced struggle, but you've also experienced, you know, not struggling, um, would you be okay placing yourself essentially back into Mm -hmm. captivity? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people who have grown up that not saying that people don't, everybody goes through some kind of a struggle, but I'm sure there's situations that we can put ourselves in to never know anything outside of what's in our bubble. But once you like see the world and you see what's outside of that bubble, right outside of that captivity, outside of those walls for the dolphin, and you see the whole ocean, would you choose still to be inside there with no adversity or would you want to go back? Would you want to go into the ocean because there's so much more possibility, but you're just going to be hit with a lot more things and so I just kind of started thinking about that and I was like definitely throw me in the ocean (laughs) put me in the ocean bring it on everything (laughs) I'm one of those people that no matter what is said I hear it in a god reference 
Yeah. <laughs> but that whole thing, I was like, this is like, <laughs> well, obviously with the, with um, what you were saying. So when you were talking about the dolphin being at captivity and then with the fins, I'm like, that's what happens when our mind is captive and we're okay with comfortable. Mm. Um, and that's most people. We're just okay with being comfortable. We yes. don't want the challenges. We have our house. We have we have our car, we have the job. So why, why would we want more? Why would we purposely put ourselves in a struggle to get more? They're comfortable. They, okay, I got the kids. I got the job. I got the car. There's nothing else I need in life. And they're okay with going to work, just doing the basic, just getting by, living a mundane, plain humdrum life. And that's all they want. And they don't really realize that, oh, there's more. And then, then they look at TV and they see all this, all that. And they're like, oh, wow. Like, but they don't realize like the TV is fake. There's actually real people doing these things, but you have to put yourself out there. You have to release all those thoughts. You have to get out that captive mindset of just being comfortable. And that's the the whole thing when it comes to like filling up your cup, people are just okay with God. Just, okay, I got all the blessings I need. This is, this is what I need. And they're like, my blessings are here. That's all I need. I don't need anymore. But the point of life is, especially if you know you're connected to God, the point of life is overflow. It's prosperity. And prosperity can only come from God. So your cup is supposed to be so full that when people that when he's pouring into you, just what's splashing on other people around you is filling up their cup. Mm-hmm. Just your, the splash. Because mm-hmm. you're so full. You have everything you need. And then he fills your wants. And then he fills desires that you didn't even know you had. Because mm-hmm. now you're out there and you're struggling all the time. Mm-hmm. Not struggling all the time, but again, um, what verse is it? Um, when much is given, um, much is required. So that's mm-hmm. something, that's a verse in the Bible. Because again, just because God is giving you this, people are like, oh, look at all those blessings. You're getting this, you're getting that. Life does not get easier. God places his peace on you, but it doesn't get easier. Mm-hmm. So, and honestly, when you turn to walking in alignment with God, Honestly, I feel like life gets harder. <laughs> oh, for sure. It it gets a lot harder because you're forced to do things that your emotional brain does not always want to do and that your rational brain does not understand. Um, and I find myself in those same struggles, you know, where I'm like, I know that I'm not supposed to do this. <laughs> Why would you do it anyways? Because that's how I feel right now. And then, you know, I'll go back and check in with God and be like, I know, I know, I know. And he's just, he's still there, but he's just like shaking his head, like <laughs> just waiting on you to get figured out, to get it together. I'm just. But like, that's like one of the biggest things um, with, with God and with us being human is battling our fleshly worldly desires and battling the spirit Mm -hmm. so it's like because we are on the earth obviously our flesh it almost feels stronger at times Mm -hmm. it's like ooh, I feel like my emotions are now going with my flesh instead of being like oh no 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 we let's let's just stick with the spirit we know that there's consequences to doing this but it seems really good right now. <laughs> right. Well, and I think it's also the fear of the unknown because with God, if you trust him, you know it's all going to work out, but you don't know how. You don't know what. You the don't know how. When. 
you don't know anything. You don't, you don't, you don't see nothing. Huh. And so it's like you're choosing from an invisible blind faith to take this action or to keep continuing doing something. You know the outcome. You know it's probably still going to be hurting you. You know it's probably not what's best for you, but you know what the outcome is. So it's almost a sense easier to keep going down that road even though it hurts you more than it is to just say I'm 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 gonna not I'm gonna I'm gonna listen I'm gonna trust you and I'm gonna do this just because it's unfamiliar and it's unknown and that's the thing when you said blind faith so faith in general is blind so when you have a bold faith it's like okay I'm going to walk into this doing doing it just because you told me to and I know that you have the my best interest. I know the things you showed me. I know you're not a liar. So you have to come through. And that has been my last, my last few years, mainly the last year or two with God um, of one him, he really built my faith to where, <laughs> so like in the Bible, it says, all you have to do is have a mustard grain, um, a mustard seed of faith. It's like, it's a really small amount of faith. And I'm at the point where, like, when I talk about my faith, I'm like, it's like Donkey Kong. Like, it's just big and bold. And no matter what you tell me, I'm going to come and swing those ideas away because I know my truth. I know my God and I know what he said. So it has to happen. And I'm at the point where I expect miracles on a daily and <laughs> not from a unhumble place. I know no, my I God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, the thing that I've been through and that he has shown me every day I, I wake up. Okay, God, I'm ready for this miracle. Thank you for waking me up. Thank you. Then I like, I, I go to him humbly, but I know my position on earth. I know how much power I have. I know what you're doing for me. I know you made all this and you made me. So let's do this. Bring those miracles through. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. And so I go through expecting it like, okay, someone so happened. There's a delay here. Thank you Lord for that delay because now I'm a few minutes back, a few seconds back, but there's something that you pushing me in alignment with so if I was to go ahead of it I would have missed it but because you're a good God there's a delay because what you're taking me it's going to be hard I have to go through the struggle so I'm ready to get there Mm. and that doesn't mean like y'all like I still there's times where on a daily I still be crying (laughs) and I'm like what and it gets it not too much, but like, I, well, I mean, yeah, it gets too much for me and I have to go and just fully surrender to God. Like I, and I tell him, I'm like, Hey, I'm human. I'm hurting. You made me with feelings and I, I have to talk to him and I'm like, okay, Jesus. Um, and he's a great person to talk to because he already, he's seen the situation. So now you've explaining it from your point of view because he let it play out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know how you just let that happen. This is how I feel about that. Um, I'm really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hurt. I know you can feel my heart breaking. Um, and again, you said all these, t- all these tears, they're going to, they're going, everything that I've sowed for him, these tears are just, are just planning it. He's remembering every tear and he's going to use that. And I'm like, okay, these tears are adding up. <laughs> so this miracle about to be real big. I've been watering these plants for so long. They start growing <laughs> for so long. Like we, yeah. We're planting trees now. <laughs> no, that's a good approach. That conversational piece of like, okay, this is 
this is my perspective. Like, this is how I feel. Like, I know you know how I feel, but I got to tell you because I don't think you really understand. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you understand me right now. <laughs> and I have to do that all the time because God hears everything. And when you're struggling, and that's why I had to, I had to get real careful of what I pray for. Because when I was younger, I prayed, I used to pray for patience every, every day, like driving in the globe. Yeah, pray for patience every day. Pray for strength and all these other things because that's what people told you to pray for. And so then I learned that like, oh, when I pray for this, that struggles get harder. Harder. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes I'm crying and I'm like, Lord, give, give me, give me a break. <laughs> give, me <a> break. <laughs> give me understanding of why I'm feeling like <laughs> <laughs> I was like we're strong I don't need to pray for strength no more I'm yeah. strong <laughs> I know I went through a yeah I, I definitely have gone through that phase where I'm like I don't want to ask for any more strength any <laughs> more patience any more nothing I'm just can you just can I just be for a minute can I just live <laughs> just breathe <laughs> yeah I learned to replace patience with peace so instead of asking Lord for patience, when I'm in a situation, Lord, thank you for blessing me with your peace. Mm. So it doesn't change. He's not going to test me about <laughs> putting me in a situation where I have to grow patience. It's like, okay, I know I have pace, patience. You, you've given me situations where I had to learn that. But now you're blessing me with your peace, mm. that understanding of where it doesn't matter the how. I don't care about the how anymore, but I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. I'm with you. Just give me your peace. Give right. me your peace and your protection. And then oh, when it comes like to this, and, <laughs> and then when it comes to the strength, again, I know that I have his strength. Okay, Lord, thank you for, and I say it in a way as, um, as like putting on armor. Like I'm not asking you for it to strengthen me. I'm asking you for your strength. I'm asking you to come in and to cover me and to be that strong piece when I'm going for it today. I'm not asking you to, Oh, make me strong because no, no, no. I, I have that. I know <laughs> I have that mindset. You gave it to me. You made me, I got the wisdom. I just need, I just need you to be here with me. I know you're here, but I need you to, I need you to be the body. I need to feel you, it today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it changes, especially it changes. And mm -hmm. I, I've looked at, um, I was going through photos of, of myself in the last year. And every few months, just two to three months at a time, like looking at myself, I can, I can see my, I can see my change because you know, like when someone's gone through something and you look at them and you're like, Ooh, like they just went through something and you can kind of like see in their face, like their spirit, like they went through something and it changed them. But I can see that almost in like a positive way because there's, mm -hmm. Every time I look at a photo, it's like, oh, wow, like I was happy here. And I was like waiting on the Lord to do things. And then the next photo is like, okay, like he's done things. And there's been points where I'm, I was struggling, but I'm like, I can see it's like that, that hope. One of the, one of the photos is like, okay, like that anticipation. It's like, okay, I'm happy, but you can see like that, that, that excitedness for Christ. And then the other one is like, okay like he's doing it and like I'm still very hopeful and then it's like I'm happy but it, you can see there's just there's like happiness but at peace 
So it's like, no matter what happened, because I remember that last photo I looked at, I have gone, <laughs> that there is so much warfare and so much struggle in such a short amount of time that was so strong that after all happened, I remember taking a photo maybe like a few weeks later, but there was like just this peace over me. It was, I was happy, I was smiling. And in in all the photos, it's almost the same position, but like, I can see that I changed. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, wow, Lord, like in this short amount of time, just because I fully surrendered all this to you, I see what you've taken me through and how you just, you were there all the time. (laughs) You were truly there all the time. making miracles happen unlike I've seen and even in situations like there was just peace he just always had this peace over me and so now I've come to I I know now that when I'm going through something that like okay you already gone ahead of me and one thing so when I I set up I set up time with God and some people they like they listen to worship music. Sometimes I do that, but there's a verse that tells you um, to worship in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I literally just start singing about my struggles and how He brought me through them to remind myself, and that's my truth. Instead of like singing songs about the people, I just okay, I've gone through this and you got me here. And so one day I remember singing singing a song I made up and one of the verses that I said was my victories are already written in history (laughs) and that's because again God is the beginning and the end Mm -hmm. when you read the Bible it's like oh all these things already are like written in the book of life or he's already gone ahead of us right he he already knows he already knows when he came back that he already knows the whole the new all of it it's already written so that means we've already come and go and died our kids have come and go like he knows our whole bloodline so the fact that he already knows that everything all the victory he's already told me that have to come to pass it already happened mm-hmm. I just have to walk and listen to him mm-hmm. I can do it on my own and really really struggle and <laughs> <laughs> take a longer time or I can just listen to him and he he tells you like okay okay next like next week you you're gonna have to fast I'm like okay listen to the fast soon as the fast and spiritual warfare he's like okay you knew the enemy was gonna attack me and I just needed to be a little closer to you <laughs> he's like just so you know something's about to happen it's either a blessing or warfare <laughs> you <laughs> you'll figure it out next week <laughs> and (laughs) and so that's why like when he comes like oh like hey really gotta come to me in the next few days really like just stay close Mm -hmm. because there's always there's either a blessing that's about to happen that when I receive it I don't know what to quite do with it and I have to be I have to understand his guidance or there's some warfare coming that when you go through it you're gonna be crying at night like why Jesus why (laughs) (laughs) Because there's a lot of those moments. <laughs> I will say, though, that I have also noticed the change in you. Just even looking at you, you're so glowing. Like you said, the word peace. Okay. Like <laughs> how it felt, like even being around you that day, it was just like, wow, nothing bothers her. 
<laughs> obviously things bother you obviously but it's just a whole different level you know like you can you can feel that, that like comes- it doesn't irritate me but like I don't I don't get irritated in the sense um unless yeah I really don't get like irritated like that and then one thing when like talking about my journey and stuff of like traveling and people <laughs> and a lot of times people be like that's so cool or they will be like oh I couldn't do that because of the way the Lord had me um had me traveling and I've learned to not deposit worry into my bank of feelings mm. because something my mom used to say and now I use it on her <laughs> it, it's either you can either worry or you can pray about it if you choose to worry that's you take it into your own hands and your own understanding so I'm going to worry about it because I don't know what's going to happen or you can pray about it Lord you're already in the situation I'm praying you and praying is you coming to him acknowledging him and surrendering to him mm-hmm. you already gone ahead of me I know that you're going to get me through this I'm sticking with you I'm releasing it to you I surrender this to you um continue like like give me your strength give me your covering give me your wisdom and understanding mm-hmm. so that I can get through this on my feet and that's that was like one thing that I've learned that no matter what I go through like <laughs> and it's to the point where like some things it doesn't even faze me there's been situations where I'm in and everybody's around me like they're freaking out when it's something happening to me personally that doesn't affect anybody else else they're freaking out and they're like how are you so calm I'm literally just sitting there like that they're like how are you so calm I'm like because nothing happens without God allowing it to so if this is happening he's already ahead of me he's already going to bring a blessing he's already going to pull out these miracles he's already gonna like why am I worrying about something that's already happening mm-hmm. like if this is on fire if this is burning down if that happened if I lost this he's gonna bring it back tenfold 50 fold 100 fold right. so I lost one thing that I was okay but I'm gonna get a hundred times more than whatever that one thing was so I'm not worried mm-hmm. if I lose it I lose it it's material things we're going to lose it all at one point. I don't have anything when I was a kid. I lost it all. And it's okay. <laughs> Same thing in middle school. I don't have any of that stuff. And it's a good thing. I lost it all. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. We go through different stages and phases. And even like right now, like my, right before I went to Morocco, I got rid of all my clothes. He made me donate all my clothes. When I got back, I, I, I left with a suitcase. I brought clothes in Morocco. That was what I wore for that season. And then he had me donate it. But then he supplied me with a whole new wardrobe. Um, and that's something that I knew he would because years ago, he told me when I take you through this, he will take me on a shopping spree. And he allowed that to happen. That. But that's why I kept saying, like, there'll be times where, like, I'm going through something and people are like, you only have that, you only have, like, these clothes with you? And I'm like, yeah. God told me to travel light and he's going to take me on a shopping spree. And I use what he told me to remind myself, like, he's already told me this. He's already told me that it has to come to pass because he's not a liar. It has to come to pass. It has to, I have to keep going because there's, this isn't just about me. It's, my me walking in the purpose is about the people around me mm-hmm. and you have to think about if you were if you live like in a small town a small neighborhood 
there's a little corner store. There's no other store for like an hour, two hours away. And no one in that neighborhood has a car. Mm. You had, you have the feeling of like, Ooh, I really need to open a store. You open that store because you feel like that's your purpose. And now you open the store and bam, you're affecting everybody on that road because you're, you doing what you feel isn't just, isn't just about you. It's like, I needed to put that out there because there were so many people waiting. So when you delay your purpose, when you delay being obedient, you're delaying everybody else's. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's in a, you have to think about it in like a multi way. Like I have to walk in purpose because God placed something in me that the world needs mm-hmm. and only you could do it. But right. if you delay too long, it can move on. Can well, I think you- that's a, the part where a lot of people get hung up is because they have this calling, they have this thing they want to do, or they have this thing that they feel like maybe is their purpose, but we put it on a pedestal that it's just like something that's so far away. That's like, Oh, I, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I want. That's what feels good to me, but I could never do that. And it's just like, we place these things so far away from ourselves, but like you said, it wouldn't have been placed on us if it wasn't for us. And that's the, so when I think the way you said pedestal, so when I think of a pedestal, I think of something high up, right? But you said far away. So and high up. (laughs) So I think um, when you say pedestal, it is correct, but it in a in a almost like a spiritual sense, it needs to be on a pedestal because the only way to get it get something that's high up is Mm. to look up and go to Mm. God. So so yeah, our purpose is something high, and we're not able to do that on our own. We need to we need that guidance. We that's need to understand that. But I thought when you said it, like I was seeing it like, oh, it's not far away, but it is on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. So the more that you understand that God created you, God created your purpose and he understands everyone it needs to reach. Once you look up and focus on him, your purpose will come down to you. Ooh. <laughs> all, yeah, all the blessings, everything he has in mind, it's just going to start falling down. So what you thought was far away, the blessings are just going to lead up and it's going to be like pedestals. You just leap over all mm-hmm. that struggle, that water that was underneath. It's not there because now you're walking from pedestal to pedestal to pedestal and getting to where you need to be or your purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but yeah, but again, that's, that's why sometimes we meet, we meet people in different stages. And I think with me and you, we've been like that. <laughs> we've been like that for the last couple of years of when I, when I have something in mind that I want to do, you're doing it and you're like, oh yeah, you can do it. You can do it. But we're <laughs> always, we're always working on something in the same field. Mm-hmm. So we went from like restaurant work to um, personal training work to we're always going. Oh, I forgot about the personal training. We did that <laughs> at the same time too, didn't we? That's funny. <laughs> and we don't and even then, tell each other we're going to do these things. It's just like, oh, hey, I started this thing. And you're like, no way. I started I this thing too. <laughs> what? And then we went into, um, what, the aesthetic field together. Mm-hmm. Not knowing. You're like, hey, I think I'm going to start this. And I'm like, I should sign up for school last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, 
we've always been that like oh you can do it like we're gonna be doing this together and we can do this and then it always changes too it's so funny at the same time and then we keep going back into that field yep yep but that's that's the thing with having being in alignment of where you need to be and then having that person um so some people it may just be someone they meet who said something to them that like really something clicked for them or um like a blessing having you where no matter what I'm doing or where I'm at either I did it first or you did it first but then unknowingly we're both in the same field so we're always Mm -hmm. pushing each other in that field learning different things and then sharing it with each other yeah which is the coolest part just being able to share what you learn because I feel like I'm definitely one of those people where I learn something new or I like get this like awakening or I'm just like something hits and clicks for me and I'm like everyone needs to know this everybody (laughs) I care about has to know this (laughs) and then you just start like bombing the people in your life with all this information and all these things and they're like chill Charlie like I get get, that's great for you I'm not there I'm not (laughs) not for me and I have to realize it's not for it's it's for me And just having that person there that you can just be like, oh, this thing is so cool. Like look into that and just like realizing like just being able to bounce stuff like that off of is really nice. And that's the thing too. um, When it comes, when it came to like Jesus doing miracles in in his hometown where he's from, that was the one era that he was able to do the least amount of miracles. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to, because they knew him, so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's Joseph's son. Like, what does he know about me? They're always talking about something crazy. Yeah, like, <laughs> they're like, okay, little boy, that's like, because this note, because they already have a preconception, they have a, they they know you. They have an image so, of you. So and yeah. It's not so, always the same image you have of yourself, but I feel like everybody always has a perception of you. But you change and you grow. And mm-hmm. so their image is of who you were in the past 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Not who you become and who you evolve mm. to be. That is so true. <laughs> it's hard for it's hard for people to see this. and accept and embrace the change of, of people that are around them in their life. You know, on a con- consecutively, I think for some people, I'm like, change, just get better. <laughs> if that means and we grow apart, we grow apart. And that's the one great part about our relationship is everything that we learn we're like okay wow like now this is who we are this is who we're coming and we're seeing that because mm-hmm. we're growing at the same time and we're like oh wow charlie's doing so it's always like we're it seeing just, that it's growth. so level yeah it just yes. so le- like it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like you know it's like i'm still like in stuck in this weird place and i'm just like seeing you over here and i just can't relate to it anymore like even if i am in a weird space like i have been lately it's like I'm I'm still growing so I can still like receive appreciate and understand like all the growth that you're going through and I think it's the understanding because sometimes it's like oh like I haven't like again with I don't have kids yet so when you're saying talking about things it's like oh like you're telling me things I'm learning it I'm like remembering I'm like okay like that's gonna be a hard phase <laughs> you're like maybe I don't want kids anymore <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that we're on the same level um when it comes to certain things but it's like we have that that love and that understanding like okay like 
that seems hard. I understand it. I got that love there, but I don't quite understand it. Right. Yeah. You understand to your ability to understand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that. But I think too, when it comes to, because um, now we're both in the field of helping people mm-hmm. with, well, when you release this masterclass, what their purpose. So what in October I have Becoming Queen Becoming Queen B coming out. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be releasing your masterclass soon. And whenever, whenever you do, I'm going to link it. Um, but again, it's the same. We're in the same field of helping people find their purpose so they can, they can want because we need to see it. <laughs> yes. Yes, I so agree. Did I tell you about that? I don't think I did. But, Becoming Queen B. No, but I seen it on your social media. Oh yeah. No, you haven't. I no, because I haven't. I haven't explained it. I only explained. No, it I just one. seen. I seen the words. Yes. <laughs> what is it? But that's um what about it. So I know some parts about it. The same thing with the podcast and with my life. God has not fully told me all of it. There you go. But He told me he told me the gist of it mm-hmm. piece by piece week by week and the date I'm releasing it and I'm starting it and again it's going to be holy spirit led <laughs> but it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be a community for women mm-hmm. um so so you know like how like worker bees they do that little dance sometimes but like letting the other bees know it's like they, they go like left and right and up and down in circles and no I had no idea they danced so like they there's like a chart where like there's different be all the bees will have a different movements of telling of telling them like where the the flower and the good nectar is so they'll come back and they'll do all these different dances and different movements and the other one will follow that Mm -hmm. bee and go just go far out and so the point of becoming queen bee is to stop being that worker bee Stop moving left, moving right, coming near God, leaving God, doing all these different things, following the crowd and then going out and being in the world. It's all about understanding who you are in the kingdom of God and being, because a queen bee, she doesn't leave, she's set. So that's the point of you being like, you being set at the table, you being set there in purpose. Mm. I'm not going to keep going back and forth. I don't have time for that no more. I know who I am. I'm a queen. I'm doing my thing. I'm walking in purpose. Yes. And so that's going to be, um, that's going to be the point of it is transitioning from being, being all over the place and trying to figure out what you need to do, trying to figure out your purpose and being in community of women who, who are queens. We are all set together. We all are, they're helping each other, motivating us um having that accountability even when one strays like hey girl you say you're gonna do this let's go ahead and do this what do you need help with what prayers do you need what's going on with you and you have spiritual warfare having that having people there be like okay you going through some stuff well we're all here praying for you we're gonna be that we're gonna be what you need because the lord said when two or more come together in my name and agreeance things gonna be breaking and miracles gonna be happening like that <laughs> so and it, and it gets hard because sometimes you don't always have you don't always have those two or three people that you can pull together in agreement with your purpose. Mm. So sometimes it's like, I'm struggling. I'm going through spiritual warfare. I'm trying to move Lord. like, bring me, bring me those friends, bring me those people who, 
can pray for me and push through, push me through this breakthrough. Mm-hmm. That times some people can do it themselves and just pray and fast and get through it. But at times God was like, no, you need to go out there. You need to find your people. You need to find your tribe to help you. Mm-hmm. I, Cause it's not good for, he said, it's not good for man to be alone. So we need that tribe. Yes. We need that tribe that we can trust and like a safe environment. So yeah. it's going to be a community of build, helping women be together and building up in purpose and staying in purpose and accountability. I love that, <laughs> I love that so much. Cause like you said, we need people and it's easy to fall into that isolation and just not want or need anybody. But when you actually like experience what it feels like, you know, to have that, it's, it, it makes, it just, it just brings it into a game changer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is. And so, yeah, it came from going through, (laughs) me personally going through isolation for almost like a year on year off, month on month off. Um, and just turning to God, understanding that he is my best friend mm-hmm. and that I have to, I have to take everything to him first so he can tell me what's going on. So he can guide me. And so everything that he's shown me now, I have to put that into a community where people can have actual real physical people there <laughs> because we need that. But then mm-hmm. also like, okay, what are you going through? What do you, what's going on? Like, okay, you're you probably need to listen to this you probably need to like try praying and asking god like in this way or mm-hmm. just pointing the pointing each individual person towards the relationship of god but then having a physical community mm-hmm. or virtual because it's going to be people from all over the world from all over i love that because yeah. as i travel i meet different women and so the community is going to be growing of women from everywhere oh i love and then, that then having little meetups so we'll do like girls trips and stuff like little retreats yes that would be so fun but it'll be like it won't be just like a retreat where it's going to be like oh I don't know these people it's gonna be like oh this is like oh I finally get to meet Charlie she's been (laughs) she's been helping me in the group she's been like that one and so like once a year once or twice a year like the group's gonna come together and we're gonna go we're gonna go somewhere nice and then have that like have that real retreat where we can connect and continue to build and grow in person and I believe a lot of miracles and people walking in purpose are about to happen that is amazing I cannot wait to be a part of that yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait god whenever you want to just bring it to fruition just saying we, we're ready October 3rd October 3rd yes there you go it's October 3rd oh it's August 3rd wow so exactly, <laughs> exactly two months from now um it will be released yes. and then i already got the trips the trips getting planned so all that is coming together and i'm excited yay uh but this was fun see there yeah, was nothing it's been so fun <laughs> i enjoyed this i feel like i needed this this whole setting <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing to be nervous about yeah I didn't ask you too many bad questions. No, I think just getting on and like being in a, cause I know when, before we started, like, it's going to be about your life. So it's nothing that you don't know. Like, it's just about you. And I was like, okay, so I get a chance to like tell part of my story. Like, this is very nerve wracking. (laughs) 
Did you? I didn't tell you either. But you was like, oh wait, which part of the story? Like, where yeah. are we going? Like, with where that? are we going to tell my trauma? Am I gonna be crying? Like, what are we? Ask me. I was like, I'm for sure gonna start crying. I'm like, I'm gonna leave there a mess. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought that too. I'm like, I don't know where God's gonna leave this, but mm-hmm. I was like, please don't let me cry because I have to. My stomach have another... doesn't hurt anymore. I told you. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I told you it was spiritual nerves like it wasn't regular nerves because I knew what we were going to talk about so I was telling you I was like it's nerves and you're like no it's like Charlie what I'm talking about you're going to have to walk in purpose and release this course <laughs> master class because <laughs> oh, so- he told me a couple of days ago what to tell what to talk to you about yeah I just couldn't tell you but I'm we need to do it. um I'm used to walking in the dark anyways. Walking in in the dark with a flash with I mean actually sometimes I don't even have a flashlight. I'm just like holding like a headlamp. Yeah. I'm not even a headlamp, it's dark. But I know just it's trusting. You, I I'm just see. trusting that you you know where this is going. So I'm like, eh, she's in her thing. I'm gonna just sit back and <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, we have to record an episode on your bestie blogger. I still got that podcast. That way we don't have to, we can talk about more things. Yeah. Let's do it. So yeah, let's plan that. And then I know you probably have to go get your little one soon. Oh, she's upstairs chilling. Oh, yeah. She's just, she napping? Yeah, watching a movie. (laughs) Oh, that's why. Okay. I was like, (laughs) she's been real quiet. (laughs) Real quiet. Didn't pop up not once anything. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> be a good movie. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me on here. I know. Thank you. We'll do this again. I love this. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> well, we'll talk soon. Okay. Um, thank you for joining me on of this course. episode. And talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>